WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. It's Tuesday, January 19th, 2021. 3,385 new coronavirus cases and 50 additional deaths were reported statewide on Monday, including three people over the age of 60 in Champaign County. Cases have slightly decreased this week the state has yet to reach the same average from the early months of the pandemic. Over the last seven days, the University of Illinois campus has seen a 0.32% positivity rate, a decrease from 0.46% last week. The number of daily administered tests will likely increase over the next few days as students return to campus, which may cause an increase in the positivity rate. Spring semester classes for students will begin on Monday. The Illinois Department of Public Health has announced that Southern Illinois can now move into Tier 1 mitigation, which allows limited outdoor dining. The requirements to meet Tier 1 include a test positivity rate lower than 8% for three consecutive days and no sustained increase in hospital patients with COVID-19 for 7 out of 10 days. Tier 1 provides lighter restrictions on bars and restaurants, social gatherings, and organized group recreational activities. Indoor service will be limited to less than or equal to 25 people per room, with reservations required and restricted to a two-hour maximum. Additionally, no tables seating more than four individuals are allowed for bar and restaurant indoor dining. The IDPH would like to remind citizens that the move to Tier 1 does not mean that masks will be optional or social distancing should cease. The state needs to stay cautious and vigilant to ensure safety for all. With the inauguration coming up this Wednesday, President Trump only has a couple days left in office. Here to report more is WPGU's Tara Mobasher. With only a few hours left of his presidency, Trump is slated to issue about 100 pardons and commutations today, according to CNN. The president has been slowly rolling out pardons even before Christmas, but stopped as a result of the Electoral College count on January 6th and later the riots at the U.S. Capitol. The list of pardons was officially finalized at a White House meeting on Sunday. It is reported that several of the pardons are expected to be distributed to those who Trump hopes to benefit from in the future, as a source told CNN. Moreover, Trump's allies are being paid large sums of money by pardon seekers to advocate for their pardons. Former federal prosecutor Brett Tolman has received thousands of dollars over the last few weeks with the aim of persuading Trump to distribute pardons to several people, as reported by the New York Times. It's still unclear what Trump will do with his final specks of presidential power in his final hours, but following his incitement of the insurrection at the Capitol, a self-pardon of him or his family members seems unlikely. He is slated to leave the White House on Wednesday morning, but can distribute pardons until noon. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher. President-elect Biden has made plans for his first weeks in office. WPGU's Tori Gelman has more. President-elect Joe Biden has announced his plan to enact several executive orders on his first day in office. Biden's plans related to the COVID-19 pandemic include issuing a mask mandate and placing limits on evictions and student loan payments. Additional orders such as rejoining the Paris Climate Change Accord and utilizing agencies to reunite families that have crossed the border have also been outlined. Biden explained that he is trying to undo some of the damage Trump has caused the last four years as efficiently as possible. Incoming White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain supports Biden's executive orders 
and assures the public that orders on other issues such as rejoining the World Health Organization and increasing equity amongst communities of color will be coming soon after Inauguration Day. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman. The Capitol building was placed on lockdown early Monday morning, quote, in abundance of caution after a small fire broke out under a bridge nearby. The lockdown was lifted only a few hours after it was instituted, after authorities determined it was not part of any direct threat to the Capitol grounds, and is the latest in a series of stringent security measures taken in and around the Washington area to ensure the safety of government buildings and federal employees during Joe Biden's inauguration, a push that was sparked by the siege of the Capitol building on January 6th. Authorities in D.C. have closed a number of streets surrounding the Capitol building and National Mall, as well as some public transportation facilities, and are asking citizens to stay away from the inauguration to both mitigate the spread of COVID-19 and to minimize the possibility of unrest or violence. That's all for today. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford.